welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert Dr Tom Vergus as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, this is Tom Vergus. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. I'm joined again by Dr Jürgen Strauss. Hi there, Tom. How are you? I am well, Jürgen. Thank you. That's fantastic. What are we talking about today? Today, the topic is you can't be what you can't see. Hmm. That's a fascinating topic. What do you mean by that? Well, I actually, I love that catchphrase. And I was, I was introduced to that uh, quite a number of years ago. And then it came up again in a conversation that I had last week with two people I thought, wow, that's it. It was a useful reminder. So I thought we could have a conversation or a piece around that. Mm. Okay. Well, what what was that conversation then? Well, let me just tell you when I first came across it, and it was based uh, on a um, client I was working with right up on an island off the um, north coast of Australia. So in this particular place, I was working with a group that was working with the local indigenous uh, population. So this organization had been operating a mine in this uh, particular land, uh, and uh, they had a group working with local indigenous, right, to try mm-hmm. to... Uh, you know, improve their their standard of living. And when I was working with the group, I was working with them about 20 minutes or so. I paused then for a moment and I said, look, I have to ask you a question. Okay? And the question was, why are there no indigenous people in this group? Mm. All of you here, Anglos, whites, no indigenous people, and yet you work with indigenous cultures. And so then they started talking to me about some of the reasons and how they had had some people, but they hadn't, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I said, okay, interesting. Um, how long have you been here as an organization? And they said, we've been here 50 years. Hmm. I said, 50 years, three different communities. Yeah. You're trying to tell me like you just haven't developed anyone? And the leader of the group, started looking down on the ground and said, hey, Tom, you're asking us some really difficult questions. I said, I'm, you know, just pointing out things that I'm seeing, right? I'm, I'm just, and I'm asking out of curiosity, mm. not asking out of blame. I'm a yeah, consultant, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm here to provoke your thinking. Point up the mirror, hold up the mirror, ask you things that you may, may not be conscious of. And that then started a whole conversation around why, what were some of the barriers, what were some of the limitations, what were some of the things that they could do to shift their thinking. And I have to say, Jürgen, in all credit to that group, amazing group of people, they were able to make some changes, some shifts. They brought some elders from other parts of Australia into the community and just recently, just which is we are now uh, four four months ago, uh, they won two awards mm. for their outstanding work with the indigenous communities there. One with a, one was an award for what they had done with the women women uh, group, and the other one with some of the local. 
people there, right? outstanding, outstanding. And they did that in three years, right? And a key point that I had been saying to them during that time was, as a young child, indigenous child, you keep saying to them, you can be engineers, yeah, yeah. you can be working in the industry, etc. But if they don't see anybody like them, and how are they going to, it's hard to believe, right? So that thing around, you can't be what you can't see. We need to have role models. Hmm. Hmm. So what, what uh, did they do to build those role models? You mentioned that they brought in elders from other communities. They brought in elders from other communities. Would be because good, good role models? Yes, because that was an issue that they were having just within the community. Mm. They had three different communities, and there was a lot of infighting between them, mm. and that became difficult to sustain uh, because, you know, of course, it's very relationship-based, yeah. uh, whereas bringing somebody from outside who had more respect, was that was much more of an enabler. Mm. You know? and and the and the and the the bigger point here was that that how do we how do we actually demonstrate that it is possible so we talk about um just three weeks ago here in melbourne we had the asian australian leadership conference and at this conference they were talking about how you know we have very few asian leaders at the senior levels in australia although Nearly 10% of the population here identify mm. as Asians. So they are at the lower levels, but they're not making it up. So how do we, in fact, start encouraging more of that? And this was also the argument with having more women in senior roles. You want to be able to see, you can't be what you can't see. I'm not sure where that, that mm. saying came from, you know, something that's been around a long time. But it's about having people being able to kind of see somebody like themselves, it creates a tremendous sense of possibility. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Hmm. And also think, yeah. opportunities for mentorship. We talked in in a recent episode about the dominant culture. Yes. So breaking into that dominant culture from the outside of that culture is obviously something that if, if there's a role model there of somebody that's gone before you and is like you or was like you, then that's clearly something that inspires others to follow that, those that's footsteps. Correct. That's correct. You know, how, uh, I, you know my, a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Reza Mohammed, who is at RMIT University, was uh, saying to me this quote around, uh, when you get to the top of the building, you know, remember to send the elevator back down. Yeah. I mean, I love that. Yeah, right? that's great. Just as a, as a visual, I love yeah. that whole aspect. Uh, he said he took that from somebody else, not his. But I, I, I'll credit him for yeah, it yeah. because I heard him speak that, speak about that. But I think that's amazing. So I think, of, for instance, the impact that uh, Nelson Mandela had mm. right when he became president of South Africa, uh, what he did for colored people, or you know, in South Africa, it's or just in the whole African continent, mm. if not the world, the impact that Barack Obama yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of that because that's clearly outside the dominant culture yes mm. yes you know and what they did for people who were non-anglos or part of who were non-dominant mm. globally right so i think it, that the thing around when we talk about possibilities um you know be it people of different sexual orientations being successful or people who suffer from disability 
being successful. Uh, we talked, for instance, in one of the recent podcasts around, are you okay? Mm. And I remember um, my wife coming back that evening and saying how at her workplace, the uh, at morning tea, they had three people, three senior leaders who spoke about some of their issues in terms of mental health. And she said it was amazing. Yeah. It was just amazing to hear these people talk about it and talk about how they had overcome that and what were some of the steps that they were taking. She said it was very inspiring. Mm. right? So we have people at this level to be able to kind of say, actually, you know, this is part of the human frailty, isn't it, right? We're mm. all humans. That's right, yeah. Mm. All right, that's wonderful. So what, what do you like to give the listener for a takeaway today, Tom? Well, I think, you know, in terms of, of reflection uh, points is, uh, firstly, are we able to, to be conscious of what's around us, right? So are we, as an individual, how do we, as individuals, become role models, hmm. To others, that that's one because you know in, invariably as a leader you are. We talk a lot about the leadership shadow. We talk a lot around uh, who you are speaks so loudly. So people look at you as a leader, the way you dress, the way you walk, the way you talk. So how do we kind of be conscious of that ourselves? Yeah. But secondly, how do we also encourage other people and just being conscious of how do we elevate? things so that they are much more visible mm. and keeping in mind that if you think of that saying you can't be what you can't see i think that's just a useful thing around you know how do i role model things and if it's not me how do i bring other role models yeah into play that's right yeah i like that and it reminds me of another little saying that i heard which is a rising tide lifts all boats indeed so, yeah. indeed yeah that's a great one as well mm. i like that one Thank you for that, Jürgen. Thanks, Tom. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.